Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural, and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you. Welcome back to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kibway Cooper and I am your host. I am so happy to be here and happy that you are too. Uh, My guest today is Cam Smith, and we're going to get into who he is in just a moment. The topic for our discussion today is practical goal setting. It's really impossible to know your progress and to really measure your growth if you don't have goals, practical goals all lined up. And I have the perfect guest to, to talk to us about practical goal setting. Cam, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You want to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do? Sure. Uh, I do a variety of things. Um, A little bit about myself. I uh, am born and raised uh, here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, I had a couple couple opportunities that I thought was going to take me away from Fort Wayne. Um, but uh, uh, did not happen. So um, I'm proud to uh, proud to be here long term. Um, I am married to uh, Katie Smith, and um, I am the the son of Thomas and Tony Smith. Proud to be uh, one of their three kids. I am the the baby of the family. Um, but uh, they uh, they moved here when they were actually pregnant with me in um back in the day and uh my dad actually uh took a job at elmhurst high school um here in fort wayne uh 1983 as the uh, head football coach and um a math and science teacher and um so we've we've basically been here since uh since 83. um i went to Northside high school graduated Northside. um went on to uh play football at saint francis um, very proud to be a Cougar. Hey, you hey. <laughs> <laughs> all know. Uh, had some great years playing football out there, and then uh, I went on to play uh, five years of arena football, and uh, then uh, set that down and uh, started a uh, an all boys charter school called Smith Academy for Excellence with my dad and my brother. Um, we opened our doors in 2012. And uh, a few years following that, I uh, ended up meeting my now wife. Uh, when I married my wife, she was working for her father. Uh, he owned a court reporting firm uh, called Home Court Reporting and Video. And uh, so we decided that uh, we would go ahead and purchase that company from him and uh, run, run the business. So we've been able to grow that, grow that company. A little bit here over the years, uh, she actually uh, started an uh, she started a foundation. She started an after-school mentoring and tutoring program called the Brandon Foundation. Uh, so um, she was working for it at the time. And uh, so she actually has an education background as well. And uh, she ended up um, uh, wanting to pursue the foundation um, long-term. So we just decided that would be best for, for us to go ahead and do that. 
Um, so we, we work literally back to back <laughs> together on the company and I go to and from between the school that took me away from the school, unfortunately, but we're getting really close to, to the point where um, I'll be able to go back to the school uh, at least part time, hopefully here at the turn of the year and then uh, eventually full time because as much as I love business, um, I love working with kids and, uh, and being in the education environment much more than um, doing uh, litigation as much as I enjoy that as well, um, doing uh, litigation services. Um, so uh, stay busy with that. And then I also uh, just recently took the, um, uh, this year I took the, the, the role at New Haven High School as the uh, offensive uh, passing game coordinator. Um, wow. I, uh, I also co-coordinate <laughs> co the uh, offense at New Haven as well as the quarterback and uh, kicking and punting coach out there. So, um, when you ask me to tell me tell you a little bit about myself and what I do, <laughs> you, you do, do everything, a, man. Quite a variety, yeah, quite a variety of, of things here. Um, but I'm very, very blessed to be able to do it because, um, you know, I was actually just speaking with somebody the other day about how, um, you know, here in my mid thirties, I, I a lot of the stuff that I've that I've wanted to do, I realized that, uh, you know, it, it, it goes right in alignment with what we're here talking today. But I, I had goals of of you know doing. A lot of what I'm doing right now, um, and uh, I just I realized that you know coaching was one of the things that you know I really wanted to do um, at this age. I always thought I'd be doing it, um, you know, for for my school at Smith Academy, but we haven't been able to do that because of a variety of reasons, mostly mostly budget and uh, location being landlocked and things like that. But uh, yeah, I had the opportunity to to um, get back into coaching, and I've I've had a blast with it. So um, I'm just very blessed to be in that situation here. Wow, man. Um, you do everything. I, I, I often think I'm busy and then I talk to people. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> man, that's amazing that you do all of that stuff. I didn't know that you, um, that you played in Arena League for five years, too. I knew you were... Uh, you were the the man around St. Francis for a while there. Um, I, I remember seeing it. your your, your from man. It. I remember seeing your picture in that their little Hall of Fame <laughs> thing, man. Uh, for you all who don't know, um, your the University of St. Francis is is where uh, me and Cam both went to college. He went to school right. there before I did, and so he was one of the uh, uh, the the past seniors who everybody was just still bananas about when i got there so uh it's really awesome that's to have funny. you on here man hey I'm, I'm happy to be here man i really am that's awesome I think it's a great podcast i appreciate it man we're trying to um our our goal today with this episode is just to try to demystify this idea of goals i know for myself um i, I didn't really have a lot of structure around how i practiced goal setting um growing up and I had really intelligent parents and things like that. That was just something in the midst of everything else that life throws your way that just didn't quite happen as much as I wanted to. And I feel like I had a really great set of circumstances, right? So how much more so for those who maybe have not had the quite as much opportunity to be around folks who do that and so who who exercise those those skill sets. And so that's one of the reasons, well, that's the main reason why it's so important to me 
uh, that we talk about this on that this podcast that we talk about practical goal setting. So um, I'm going to go ahead and jump on the first question. Uh, what would you define as a goal? Uh, so I, I would I would define um, goals as uh, something that's that's been certainly something that's been written down um, or at least memorialized in some some way, shape or form. Uh, that you aspire to accomplish, um, you know, maybe at a particular date, time, um, or a segment of time. Um, I don't, in my opinion, I don't believe that you can use the term goal unless it's been written down um, or tangibly observed somehow. Uh, I'll use my my wife as a as an example with what she does with a lot of her kids. That that honestly, you know, I, I know a lot of adults um, actually do, but I don't think enough adults do it, and that's uh, going through. Um, producing a vision board. And so for, so for folks who may not have heard the term vision board or know what the vision board is, um, it's basically just uh, coming up with, with um, y- you know, uh, images, sayings, phrases, um, pictures, whatever it is, and actually putting it down on, um, you know, I've seen it on particle board, I've seen them on um, you know, presentation boards, things of that nature. Uh, but you just, you, you literally just put down uh, visuals um, of, of certain goals that you have for yourself and uh, something that you can, um, you know, revert back to and, and come back to from time to time or something that you see on a daily basis and you put it in an area that, you know, you see it on a regular basis. Um, and so uh, um, I've always been really impressed with, how well the kids do at the foundation um, because I uh, um, it's tough to do during football season, but um, as a mentor at the foundation, I try to get in there as much as possible. And uh, it's, it's always really cool that um, to see all the kids vision boards. I mean, every kid is, it's a requirement that when you come into into the foundation that, um, you know, you do a vision board. Um, So uh, my wife does a whole lot with, with regard to that, make sure that our, our kids in the, in the foundation have a vision for themselves, but that they're, they're, um, you know, reaching their goals and, and they help, uh, help them get to those points, help them get to that point where, um, they're, they're reaching their goals. So, um, to, to go back to your, your original question, I, I, I believe that a goal is anything that you're, that you're trying to, um, meet, uh, or, or, or realize at a particular, particular time date or, uh, you know, a segment of time. Um, there's something that, uh, that's, uh, an author that I, that I, I have, uh, read a couple of his books, man, by the name of T. Harbecker that he makes a, uh, um, he makes a point to, to remind, to remind his readers that where attention goes, uh, he says energy flows and results show, which I, I, I think there's a few other people who have said things similar to that. Yeah, um, I agree with that. but it, it is, it is true. It's, you know. Um, so I think vision boards are 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 something really good a good way to tangibly uh, make sure that your attention is going you know a particular particular place, um, and sure enough, uh, at least in my experience experience that uh you know you start you start giving energy and and time into uh, uh, going that direction and then um, you know the results results show something behind it so it's kind of cliche and kind of funny but um, I certainly believe there's a there's quite a bit of truth in that. Yeah, I would, I, would, I completely agree with that. I think, you know, man, I, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever done a vision board. 
I'm mm-hmm. big on timelines. I'll write things down. Yeah. You know, and I'll you put, you know, uh, the amount of time I want to complete something. Um, but I'm not huge on vision boards. I'm learning, even as I continue to do all this stuff, to be that much more deliberate, that much more intentional. I had a friend of mine uh, who came on the show. Her name is Yolanda Naylor. She said mm-hmm. in a book that she wrote, um, you know, um, and she may have been quoting someone. I got to. She said, failing to plan is is just like planning to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you have not articulated how you're going to do something, you might as well not even try to do that because you have to plan it out first. It's not just going to fly together all of a sudden. That's right. You know? And so this idea of vision boarding is a little, you know, it sounds to me, you know, I want to feel like cool, like, man, I don't need no vision board, you know, but at the same <laughs> time. You know, I think about things just visually. I'm like, why, why, why not? You know, I've always written things down and I've been that kind of a, a transcriber of my goals, but I've never actually tried a vision board. So I think I might, I'm going to write that down as something I should try because, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all down for, I mean, because you never stop learning new ways to motivate yourself. And to, mm-hmm. to fine tune your intentions and things like that. Sure. So For yeah, sure. that's really awesome that you talk about. Yeah, I'm, and and, and uh, you mentioned timelines. I mean, I, I think anything you know where you're you know you're you're actively writing something down, um, you know, because we all say, oh yeah, you know, we, we may verbally say, yeah, well, I have a goal to do with X, Y, and Z, or I have a goal to do, you know, some particular. But it's something that, of course, you know, studies have been done about, you know, writing, writing goals down and, and having it somewhere where you can visibly see it on a regular basis that, um, you know, you're, you're much more likely to, uh, to attain those goals. Um, and of course there's other steps, you know, having, having people hold you accountable and yeah. that, that, that is, that, that, that studies have proven, um, you know, are, are huge, um, when it comes to, to to achieving them, but yeah, so I mean, time timelines are great, um, but yeah, and, and and I think it's important that you know for each person um, to know themselves, uh, you know how they learn best or how they, you know, it, it's it, you kind of have to play around with it. I think I think you certainly have to experiment with um, what uh, um, I guess what what. What's the best way for you? I, I I'll just keep it simple and say what's the best way for you to yeah to write them down or 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 achieve your goals and I you know, like you said timelines or or vision boards. There's a couple of different different things you can go different ways you can go about that. Uh, people do videos. I got a buddy that does does videos and he he literally records himself and then he goes back and listens to himself and watches himself. Um, you know, speak into his life, speak into his own life that way and, and, and remind himself of goals in that, in that fashion. And that, that works for him. Wow. That Mm -hmm. is amazing. Listen, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is a good, okay. All right. Recording yourself. Mm. That's really dope. And I even think even if you've taken it even farther, you know, you record that and you watch that just like you were saying on your phone every single day. You listen to that in your ears constantly every day. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that kind of stuff, you know, you start to manifest your own rhythm, your own frequency at that point. Um, And I think that comes, you know, with your spiritual practices and your groundedness and things like that, too. Without question. Yeah. Without question. So do, yep. do you feel like it's impossible to really achieve things without 
practical goal setting or, or why, why would you think, why do you think it's so important to exercise practical goal setting? Uh, I mean, I think, I think you can uh, achieve things. I don't know that you can achieve things with uh, consistency and precise accuracy like you expect if you don't set practical goals, mm. if you don't practice practical goal setting. Um, I, I believe, um, I, mean, I believe, I personally believe it's, it's far more than important um, to practice practical goal setting. I think it's absolutely, absolutely paramount uh, personally. Um, but again, that's because of some of my, my personal experiences that I've, um, I know I've verbally just said, oh yeah, you know, I have this goal for myself to somebody, or I've thought I have a goal um, and, and not fall through with writing them down or just throwing out huge goals, you know, and not be practical. And, and some, I'm, I'm, I'm all about setting, you know, high goals for myself. Um, but I also um, believe in, in, you know, obviously setting practical goals and, and smaller goals on the way to those, to those large yeah. goals. So um, there's yeah. something that uh, a term called, I don't know if you've, if you've heard of it or not, but uh, the term BHAG, uh, which uh, Jim Collins uh, in his book, Built to Last, um, successful habits of uh, visionary companies is a uh, uh, um, I can't remember if it's oh, it was actually it was his second book I was gonna say I think it was his first book but I believe if I'm not mistaken it's his second book um, but uh, um, uh, the book just just um, just left me uh, it's built to last okay. and, uh, it's built to last and and I'm I'm trying to remember I can't believe the other one escapes me but. Um, he, he used the term BHAG and, and BHAG stands for big, hairy, audacious goals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good to great. That's the, the, the other one's good to great. Good Jim to Collins, great. Good to great. Yep. And, uh, and then built to last, but yeah, so a BHAG is, is big, hairy, audacious goals. And he, he talks about, um, you know, basically that, uh, you know, on, on your way to, um, um, you know, achieving your BHAG, there's certain steps and certain things you have to do in order to to be able to achieve those. And and he talks about BHAGs from a from a company standpoint. So, you know, each company has their big, hairy, audacious goals, and he talks about you know different steps that different companies have taken to to get to that point to where they're they're achieving those goals. Um, so my opinion is is you know that anyone first off anyone who's wise enough to to make a goal for themselves. Um, is it most likely, um, or excuse me, to, to uh, who's wise enough to set practical goals, uh, probably means that they have even bigger goals in mind that they want to, that they want to achieve, excuse me. Um, and, and so if whatever that BHAG is, um, you know, there's best practices out there for attaining the, you know, those large goals. And, and it comes down to breaking those things down um, into smaller steps. Um, which are smaller practical goals. Um, I think every everything should be condensed uh, in order to focus. Um, so practical goals are, are normally much easier to achieve um, or, or, or one, um, you know, when, when you break them down into practical, practical goals. And so, uh, you know, when you, when you have practical goals and, and you're achieving those smaller goals, uh, you're more likely to, to get closer because of, um, in my opinion, 
part of it that comes into play is, uh, you know, just the fact that when you when you win, you know, quote win, or you achieve a goal or you do something well, uh, that dopamine is, you know, releasing your body uh, from the brain. Um, and, and so, you know, dopamine is the same thing that, you know, is associated with, with you know, like, like a high or like drug use or, you know, anything that you get addicted to. So before you know it, you know, you've set these smaller goals for yourself and practical goals. Um, and, and when you've achieved those things, you know, you feel good about yourself and then you get addicted to that feeling of, man, I, I achieved that, I achieved that, that goal, that, that practical goal that I set for myself. Um, you know, I was able to achieve that. And then, you know, before you know it, you get addicted to achieving those goals. That's right. And so <laughs> to the original point of a BHAG, you know, you may have, you know, 10 to 15 small goals before you, you're able to achieve and, uh, you know, achieve the BHAG. Um, you may have five or, you know, how, however you decide to break it down. But, um, you know, it gives you confidence moving forward. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're able to, to, to move forward with uh, a few more goals. You know, like uh, something that uh, I remember somebody saying, and I didn't really realize at that point that it was dopamine that they were talking about. But um, I think it was uh, Ricky Henderson when he had, had stolen the most bases or um, I forgot what it was, but they're basically saying, you know, like um, oftentimes you hear about like momentum or, or uh, um, you know, whatever term you want to use from an athletic standpoint that, you know, they just said that, you know, his, his mentality was every time he stole a base, he was like addicted to stealing bases and he had the confidence. And, and so every time he stole a base, he felt like he won. And so it just carried him on, you know, to, to feeling like nobody could, nobody could, nobody could throw the ball, you know, to second base or third base um, in time to, you know, to get him out. And he just, he just had that mentality. And, and, uh, you know, I believe what they're trying to say is <laughs> yeah. that was, you know, the, the, the I mean, so, um, and then, and then, uh, uh, you know, especially early in your journey, I think it's really great what you said about um, goals create consistency, and mm -hmm. your, you know, big, hairy, audacious goals uh, are best accomplished in smaller steps. Because, you know, when you're, when you're, I know for myself, when I was just starting out, um, I couldn't, I was afraid to make, I was afraid to make plans. You know, because mm. you were so you to, to set goals yeah. because you're so worried yep. that you're not going to get there. It's because you haven't set yeah. smaller ones to begin with. You know, so you're worried right. that you'll never receive that rush. You're worried you never receive that fruition, that confirmation that you're not wasting your time. Right. And yep. the reality is, you know, by setting smaller goals along the way to that big goal, you know, that's what gives you that confidence to keep moving mm -hmm. forward when some days you can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. It was there yesterday. So, you know, you should be confident that it is still there. However, at this moment, you can't see that. But that That's last right. win that you just had, that last base you just stole, reminds you that, you know, it's always possible. You just got to continue doing what you were doing before. Yep. Yep. Um, That's right. That's a that's that's a I've never heard big hairy audacious goals. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's great. I I uh I really I really like that concept when I when I first heard it. Yeah. And it's uh it's obviously it's it's stuck with me. Um so that's yeah, great. I mean I have I have B hacks for for my offense and uh you know that's another thing too is uh even from you know from like an org organizational standpoint, um, you know, practical goal setting not only for 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 you personally. 
um, can be can be powerful. But for organizations or groups or teams or whatever, families, you know, whatever right. it is, right. um, you know, my my kids know the very very first thing we did this year, and, and of course it was uh, via Zoom because of because uh, of the pandemic. But um, you know, the very first meeting that I had um, with with my uh, my my slots receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks was I put it right down the screen. Is the very first thing I did was I said this year these are going to be our goals. Um, I asked them if they had anything they wanted to add to it, and um, but the goals that I had for our team I, I put out there and it was written down. It was uh, you know. Uh, visual um and I, I come back to them I come back to them almost weekly when we're in film breaking down the previous game um in 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 prep uh you know I, I remind them hey you know this is this is what we said we were going to do where do we stand and you know I remind them uh, you know if we're falling short what we need to do better um and uh it's it's you know for for a group uh some of the goals we have you know I think every team has one BHAG and one to win state. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's, of course, the ultimate goal, but right. there's a way. And so, uh, yeah. There's but, a yeah, lot so of that. small steps along that way. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, you can't just say, yeah. oh, well, I want to win state. It's like, okay, well, then you have to be good on both sides of the ball. So now we have even some, we have yeah. smaller steps along the way that we have to figure out so that make that broad picture that you have for yourself. That's right. So, I that's 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 great. Um, I hope, man, that's awesome that you establish so early what the expectations are, um, and what they can start expecting from themselves, and then you even invite them to put down their own goals. You know mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. we all can be accountable for because um, what you talked about as far as um, being so public with it. Uh, it, and and you know and, and I expressed how I used to be nervous to make actual goals sometimes because I was worried I couldn't achieve them. But that mm-hmm. accountability mm-hmm. Um, is 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 another uh, very important part of the whole thing. Being able to be accountable to yourself to create that consistency that makes yeah. those small steps into that BHAG so possible. It's that consistency. Anything that you do. Uh, most of the time is going to matter more than stuff you only do some of the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So you can't say you want something, but you're only willing to work for it some of the time. You really have to be committed to that. And it's, and it's made easier through your smaller steps. That's something I have learned this last like year or so. You know, I always have a lot of big goals for myself, but it's so much easier when they're broken down into smaller steps. Um, I've been working with a web web developer to get my website and stuff all kinds of done, and and she'll just say what you know what what data are we looking at to do this, and it's it gives me anxiety just to be like I want it done by this amount of time, even mm-hmm. though I'm the one who's working with them, even though this is my project, my investment, my you know what I'm saying. You still worry sometimes because that's your default when when you're not used to goal setting. 100 percent. yeah 100 you, know, you you yep. question your your zeal and yep. uh so it's great that you know you you put it right out there like how big do we want to dream like mm-hmm. doors open what, mm-hmm. what do we want to put on this list yeah you know and it's about it's about confidence too 
you know, like I, a lot of times, um, I think I think sometimes people don't set goals and they're intimidated by it because they don't they don't believe enough in themselves, which again is 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 extremely important to do, um, because you know you gotta start you gotta start somewhere, even if they're extremely small goals, you have to you have to build enough confidence in yourself uh, somehow in order to be able to start you know acquiring uh, you know larger goals for yourself and and to to you know, uh, set more, even more practical goals for for yourself, and then before you know it, again, you go back goes back to that the concept of you know the dopamine being released, but um, you know you, you it, it takes courage you know, but I, I mean it's it's wild to me, um, but it's not something that I'm extremely surprised at at how how many people genuinely are intimidated because they're they're this kind part of it is confidence, but it's also part of it is accountability. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 you're going to hold yourself accountable if you if you take the time to write out a goal, and you do the steps that we're talking about. You know, it's it's tough because you. I mean, you're holding yourself accountable, and then taking a step further, if you have somebody else who knows about it, you know, who's going to really put your feet on the right. fire about it? Right. That's right. So, yeah, it's it's all, certainly all connected. Yeah, and and achievement is is made through sacrifice. And that's the other thing mm-hmm. that your goals mm-hmm. remind you is when, yes. when you haven't set your goals and written things out and it's not in your head and on your brain, you know, when you have done that, rather, when opportunities come up to do things that are not that, they immediately feel different to you. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you have a choice of either honoring the old things that you used to participate in or sacrificing and receiving none of those previous thrills, uh, validation or anything like that in pursuit of something that isn't quite here yet. And that is the part that's so difficult because I think sometimes if you're not setting your goals, if you're not setting practical goals and and breaking things down into steps, you can forget where you are in the process. You can Mm -hmm. really get lost into the, to the point where you don't really know how you feel about it. Just like, is this, am I just, is this just a pipe dream? It's like, well, maybe if you have forgotten about it, if you have forgotten about it so much, then sure, maybe it is a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if you have written things down and you have thought through what you're trying to do, it's not a pipe dream. It's a plan. That's right. You know, anything that hasn't materialized yet is by default a pipe dream, right? But yeah. if it just because it hasn't materialized yet doesn't mean it's not a fact. Um, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's absolutely so it, it's just a gradual progression. Um, and For accountability sure. is a huge part of that, man. Without without question. And and there's there's honestly, you know, um, there's honestly nothing that I can think of that I've done um, that I'm I'm proud of that did not include goal setting, practical goal setting, but more specifically writing down um, those practical goals in search in pursuit of the BHAG. I mean, um, like I'll use the school for an example, you know, um, <clears throat> the very first time I, I, I had the, the concept of the school, um, I, was, I was at uh, the school that I was working at at the time um, and uh, uh, some people know and know about the story. Some people don't, but 
um, the, uh, I guess, kind of the, the origin of the school, the concept um, came to me when I was, when I was, like I said, when I was working at, at a previous school, um, but I was working with a group of six boys and um, uh, basically everything that we implement at the school now are the things that uh, that I was doing every day with this this group of six young men um, who I just, it just came to me, like I realized like, okay, like everything that I'm doing here with these boys, there's hundreds of thousands of kids across this nation who could use what, what you know, what I'm doing here um, with this small group. So why not, you know, why not reach, you know, the, the hundreds and potentially thousands here? Uh, hopefully within the next couple of years, we'll, we'll hit that mark uh, here in Fort Wayne. Um, but when it came to me, I literally like when the when the light went off and, and you know, I believe the Lord, uh, you know, put that on my heart. I, uh, you know, fortunately, I was attuned to it and realized that, you know, I, I truly felt that it was something that the Lord, um, you know, gave me. And uh, I, I honestly, I, I, I typed I typed everything out um, and, I, and I built on it. I, uh, you know, I had this large document of you know, things that literally have come to fruition at the school. And, and it was because, um, you know, one, I knew, I knew that, that, uh, you know, I, I needed to write it down <laughs> because I was like, well, I think this is something that I'm going to do at some point. And then, uh, that of course is a much larger story, but, um, in a nutshell, I guess to make a, a longer story short, um, you know, once, once my, my dad and my brother and I decided we we're going to, going to move on it. Um, Man, the first thing we did was, like you said, a timeline. We we started writing out our goals. That was one of the very, very first things we did. And of course, the BHAG was, um, you know, being able to open open doors to the to the school um, soon. And it happened much, much quicker than what we anticipated. Um, um, you know, I boast no lore on that. Nothing that we necessarily did. Um, I believe we were faithful, but uh, like I said, I, I boast no lore for uh the fact that we were able to to get things going as, as soon as we did um but it, it it does it goes right back to literally writing down the goals and then i also think um you know it's biblical because uh there's plenty plenty of examples um you know biblically where uh you know things were scribed and and uh you know um we charged to 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 write out things you know the uh the verse write the vision make it plain even um yeah yeah, you know, can be taken in that in that direction that it's about you know writing it out and and being being very clear um, as to what you know what you're trying to achieve. So that's amazing, man. I can't, I still can't. I don't even know the idea of starting a school, man. I think especially right now um, we're seeing even more uh, easily the effects of not having control over your own destiny man and um i think the (laughs) the fact that you took it upon yourself to act on a vision that you had a dream a word from the lord from you know your higher power this is a calling this is something that anybody Mm -hmm. would have told you that's too big of a b-hag yeah like how would you manage to do that like cam like how are you how do you think you're actually going to do that and it didn't matter you listen i have to do this this is something on my heart i'm going to write this out and if this is real then it's going to continue to show itself the farther that i I lean into it. that's right that's right signs along the way if you're if your b-hag is wrong yeah you know there's going to be signs and it's going to be obvious it's it's not (laughs) 
Yes, indeed. There's too much work that goes into <laughs> acquiring things, building yourself, working hard, um, realizing your potential, overcoming the process, any of those things. There's too much work that goes into it for it to not challenge the very core of why you're trying to do it. Hmm. So if you feel like whatever it is, the idea, like, well, I don't know if this is the right thing for me, write it down, follow the steps and try it. I guarantee That's you, right. if your what why is not correct, something is going to happen and you can be like, this is not what I want to do. Man. That's so true. You know what I'm saying? Life just gets 100%. too real and it will 100%. pull your card if you are not for 100. real about what you're trying to do. 100%. So. That's that, that's that's amazing. On. That, that's spot on, brother. That you 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 went through with that huge of a plan and concept. Mm -hmm. Like I don't even know what the first steps were. Tell I don't want to <laughs> eat up all my time, but I gotta know, man. How was that process? How did you where oh, do you man. start with well, that? Well a lot a lot of people don't realize that charter schools are a form of, of public schools. So we first off we're, we're publicly funded the same way that traditional public schools are funded. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, they kind of lump us in with like private schools, um, um, you know, and, and things of that nature. But <clears throat> we're 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 funded by the state with uh, you know same same tax dollars that that traditional public schools are funded with. But uh, without going into a whole lot of detail, they're funded um, the same way. But we as charter schools actually get less than traditional public schools. So there's even more of a, uh, a barrier there with regard to funding and, and budget items and things like that. So um, again, I, I, without going into the, you know, real deal detail, um, right, right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of, so, uh, you know, you have to, you have to submit a proposal, which is, uh, I guess that's not technically the first thing, but, um, you know, we, we're, we're a nonprofit. And then that's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. And you get a bad, bad, uh, bad rep, I guess about that because, you know, folks think, oh yeah, you know, charter schools are money grabbing. You know, well, that's not the case. I mean, we we are a nonprofit. Um, now, there, I'm not. I would be, you know, um, remiss if I didn't make it clear that there are some people out there who don't have any type of education back, you know, uh, background in education, um, and they just like, oh yeah, I think I want to start a school, and they, you know, go do it, and then it is a money grab for them, and the, the school is, you know, poorly ran, and then that that leads to other issues. Um, but we have a uh, and. An EMO was called an EMO, an education management organization, and they basically handle our uh, like back office services. So, what most traditional public schools have, like an administrative building um, that you know handles like budget and and uh, and not uh, budget, but uh, like marketing materials and and payroll and things like that. Uh, so we have we have a, an EMO and and we we pick and choose which services we need from them, but. Um, that's basically kind of our, uh, for, for checks and balances purposes, um, something that we utilize. And then also, uh, you know, you have a, um, an authorizer and our authorizer happens to be Grace College here in, here in, uh, Indiana <clears throat> is who, who we use. And, um, so, you know, uh, we're, we're directly accountable to them. Um, and, and, uh, they're, you know, they're accountable to the state, of course, because if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing with oversight on, on what we're doing, then, the university um, uh, and the, uh, the the school of education, uh, the uh, excuse me, the school, of, the uh, department, the education department, and the university as a whole can 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 be under uh, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Guys, yeah, can can keep jeopardy of um, losing their accreditation. I'm sure. Yeah, accreditation among among other things. So, um, yeah, I mean it's a big deal. But uh, so yeah, there's a lot of steps, a lot, a lot, a lot of steps uh, at the foundation. But um, yeah, o- overall, uh, just because of how many steps there are and 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 the amount of work that goes into it. Um, you, you have to, you have to set, you have to set practical goals, man. You have to, um, and, uh, um, you know, we, (laughs) fortunately among the three of us, uh, I I couldn't, I couldn't have done it with, with two better men. Um, I, I don't shy away from the opportunity to tell people that, that, you know, my, my dad and my brother are certainly my heroes, um, and two men that I aspire to be a lot alike, um, in a lot of a lot of ways in a lot of areas, but uh, so we fortunately were able to do it among the three of us, and uh, you know with family, I think we've always worked really well together. Um, so you know there's there's normally groups that um, propose schools and do things like that um, that all come from you know different walks of life and backgrounds, and they you know then you have to to try and manage personalities and things like that. Yeah. Well, the three of us already knowing each other very well and knowing their strengths very well. Um, and so it was just, yeah, it was just, it was just a natural, very natural fit. Matter of fact, um, our EMO, uh, uh, the CEO of our EMO, um, uh, Dr. Coates, uh, he actually used to be the, the former superintendent of foreign community schools years ago. Uh, he was just saying, Hey, you know, we literally have a, a, a position with, with our, with our company who, um, you know, their job is to go and try and match people who have the skill sets that you guys have, you know, for a leadership team. He's like, so you guys, you know, walk, walk through the door, um, you know, with, with that already out of the way. Um, and so again, it's just, you know, just very fortunate that, um, you know, I've, we've been able to, to do it together and, and, um, you know, have the, have the success that we've been able to have to this point and, and be able to, you know, impact the impact the lives we've been able to impact at this point. That's amazing, man. Um, I think, you know, my mom was a was a teacher, um, and so um, she she taught all of her kids, um, and she was bilingual and a couple of other things. Okay, and and that's beautiful. And and she always stressed the importance of education. And the, and the older I get, and the more I see what's happening in the world, especially amongst black folks and people of color, the barriers that we face regarding education and regarding what um, our children and young people are being taught directly Mm. affects their outcome and their actions, which then put them in jeopardy of so many other things. And so directly, man, directly. and, And it is just like a domino effect. And I believe that because education has been, um, a barrier for us it is so important that we take control of how we are teaching our young people the yep. the uh, the the fundamentals the values that we are instilling into our young people will absolutely and totally benefit our entire community with a quickness but we yep. just haven't really positioned ourselves to do that yet i see things happening um, and just like, you know, you just did, like you proved uh, on a fundamental level that you understand how to fix some of these problems. And I believe mm-hmm. that is just profound. And I think that is just um, such an accomplishment. And you said you, you're you're in your mid 30s. Like that is a huge mm-hmm. accomplishment, man, to, to understand when you see the world, you're just like, 
education, education, hmm. some place where you feel valuable and powerful and empowered. That's all you need to build yeah. all the necessary tools, structures, strategies, defenses to walk out into any environment. That's but right. Because those communities right. are under attack. It just makes for, for a difficult thing. Yeah, um, that's what it's about. Yeah. And that's why we started the school and, and started the school when we did to, to combat to combat those things that you just said. Yeah, man. That's sure. that's fantastic. For sure. What, sure. what would be, you know, obviously you do some of everything, um, but what would be your um, your suggestion to any young person um, and how to balance their life, um, but also set really practical goals for themselves? Because, you know, I know sometimes for myself, especially going through college, I was working two and three jobs. I was working, you know. 40, 60 hours a week. And I was also taking like 18 credit hours. So, you know, I was doing absolutely everything I could. But at the same time, uh, there was not much balance. Um, and there was not much goal setting. My goal was just to get through college. And I did. So I guess mm -hmm. I did what I planned on doing. It's just, I think there's a better way we can do that. And I think with better mentorship, that could have looked different. What, mm. what, piece of advice regarding balance and just a suggestion to start implementing at whatever stage in your growth that you're at, would you give to our audience? Well, uh, well, when you, when you talk about balance, um, I believe that, um, when you are in the process of, of setting practical goals for yourself, you have to use wisdom. Um, because I think a lot of times um, we we go into things, even even BHAGs, you have to use wisdom because what if your BHAG is the complete wrong thing? You know, like what if, you, you know what I mean by yep. that? Yep. You know, like what if, what if, what if, what if that's right. That's how, right. Bro? How? And then, and then <laughs> yep. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's kind of like the, uh, the concept of, of climbing the, the, the corporate ladder just to find out that the, you know, the wall that you were on was the wrong one. Oof. You know, like you, what, what if, what if the, you know, what if you didn't use wisdom? Like, what if you're not um, thinking with the end in mind and you're just saying, Hey, like, you know, I think, I think this is what I want to do. I think this, uh, this is a cool goal. Well, let's use some wisdom here. Right. right. You know, let's, uh, let's, um, let's, let's think in the long term and, and not just the short term because uh, I think especially, uh, you know, us men can do that. Uh, you know, I'm definitely like a visionary. I'm definitely a dreamer, but I also have uh, I also have tried my best um, to be as wise as possible and to, to study wisdom um, and to pick the brains of of, of people who, uh, who are wise. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think when it comes to balance, um, you can't go at it and be too aggressive with with one your BHAG. Um, but then even your practical goals need to be practical because um, and they need to be practical for you because what what might be practical for 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 me may not be practical for practical for the next guy and 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 what one guy's practical goal is because he's been at it for a long time and he's he's an expert uh goal meter <laughs> right right uh, i may not be able to set that same i may not be able to call that a practical goal because i may be in a different different place so I think it's important to to use wisdom when when it comes to um, the goals that you're setting for yourself, um, and and when you talk about balance, I think that helps with 
with balance because you have to think about where you're at. Like the, the, the goals that I set for myself um, and wrote out in high school are completely different from the goals that I wrote out and set for myself in college. And the goals that I've set out for myself as a young adult are completely different from the goals that's, you know, like, and so on and so forth. So I think it's important to know yourself well enough um, and to know where you're at in life in general. Um, because again, you don't want to be in a situation where you set a goal for yourself that um, you may see as a practical goal, um, but it turns out that it's not as practical as you thought it was. And then you end up being on the other end of the dopamine and you get, you get discouraged because here you are, you know, striving for a goal that you thought was practical or that was attainable, but it probably was more of a BHAG that you probably should have taken, you know, different steps towards in, in order to attain that goal. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess with regard to balance, I, that's, that's how I, that's how I approach that and address that. Yeah. Uh, that's knowing yourself is very important. Um, that's, that's a hard, that's a hard thing to do. I think because we are always changing and evolving, you are a moving target. I had a guest tell me the secret to overcoming adversity and accepting adversity is understanding that you will never arrive. There's going to be no point where you just got it. It is a constant commitment to 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 putting forth that effort to make yourself just a little bit better and that's what your goals are your goals are your commitments right that's why goals create consistency because you have to be committed to something in order to have consistency and your goal articulates what you are committed to and in what timeline yes Uh, yep that's uh uh there's a there's a book that i read um it's it's kind of an oldie but goodie, but it's called the power of focus. Okay. And uh it, I'm writing it all these down, man. Yeah, man. I can throw some more books at you there. That. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, it's funny that some uh some of the stuff that uh that cover this topic um that just kind of came to mind. Um, but yeah, it talks about basically breaking down the the most important goals that you have for yourself and just focusing on those things instead of, you know kind of being scatterbrained and wanting so many different things, you have to think about different goals and figure out how you can, how you can hone in and focus on those particular goals to, uh, to make you, um, you know, more likely to achieve your goals. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's along the same lines of, of basically just breaking down your, your, uh, your ultimate goals into, into steps. And, um, um, you know, I think about, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of David Goggins, uh, the book, the book he wrote uh, is called "Can't Hurt Me," um, and it's it's kind of a different angle. But um, the uh, subtitle is is mastering. I think it's mastering your mind to defy odds, or uh, master your mind and defy odds. Some something along those lines. And um, he's a, uh, um, a Navy SEAL, and um, he uh, he started off with kind of a pretty rough rough first part of his life, um, but decided he wanted to be a Navy SEAL when he was way overweight. I think he was like almost 300 pounds or something and um, just just was kind of like a, at a dead end in his life. And he just basically breaks down how he how he pursued that and was able to become a Navy SEAL. And then now he, he runs uh, ultras, like ultra marathons, and um, just out of nowhere decided that he wanted to start running these marathons. And he basically just kind of talks through the process of 
of what it took to to get to that point and basically um you know how to how to overcome circumstances and and go outside of your body with with things that you didn't think that you 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 have the ability to do um basically the way i the way i see it through the the process of practical goals <laughs> yeah yeah and that's and and what a like there's no there's no greater confidence than knowing that you have the power to be the I am that changes your life. That's right. And, um, and, and that comes through knowing yourself and being humble and, and, and setting out to accomplish your why, not just your want, you know, and mm-hmm. that comes in the mm-hmm. form of practical goal setting. Um, and that's just, man, that's just beautiful. That story, um, I, I got a lot of more books to read and listen to, man. I've been on like a <laughs> yeah. audible journey, man, between podcasts and audibles and listening to oh, yeah. lives from um from from influencers and people who I feel like are motivational, like great entrepreneurs and thinkers and mm-hmm. philosophers. Like that's what always cracks me up. People talk about social media, blah blah blah. I'm like, listen. Y'all just don't follow the right people. You don't invest in the yep. right people because yep. there is yep. so much valuable information that is free and given to you so over, much. over, you know, Facebook or, or YouTube or wherever it is. You just got to invest in the right people um, yeah, and I hanging agree. out on podcasts like this one. This this brother just dropped five, six different books that can help you <laughs> with practical goal setting in like 10 minutes. You know, this is free game. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is free yeah. information. You don't have to go nowhere for wherever you're at. You could just tap in. And that's why yep. this 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 podcast exists to demystify this process. You could be stuck mm-hmm. and you're just trying to figure it out. Well, you got to start setting goals. Well, I have a goal. Well, you got to get smaller ones along the way. Now you got so you got to break down that big idea into several steps. Well, how do I do yep. that? Well, that's what you got to read and take into account and, and listen yep. to more people talk about it. That's right. You know, we'll write it down. Of, that's right. You got to start writing stuff down. Wow. Write your timelines. Make your that's vision right. board. Because it's go. all attainable. And there we don't go. want you to feel stuck in some position where, you know, you have gifts that you were given, but you have no idea how to access them and bring them to yeah. any type of realization. Yeah. You know? And so that's all of that is amazing, man. Uh, you know, I just, I just had a thought, man. What's, what's your goal going to be for getting your vision board done? I'm going to hold you to that. Ooh, what's my goal going to be for getting my vision board done? <laughs> I'll let you think on that. I'll let you think on that. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to check in on you. Okay. And I'm, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell my wife. I'm going to tell my wife <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I act, I have actually. So that's two things that I need to do. Um, I made a goal for. Um, some master classes that I'll be teaching real soon here. Okay. Um, to finish up one of those. And so I got to get cracking. I'm pretty close to accomplishing that goal. Nice. So I got a little bit more to do in that. And then this next one is going to be the vision board. And that's awesome. Yeah, man. And, and you, uh, only you if just, you want it. accountability, only if you want it. Oh, absolutely. I'm down, <laughs> man. I'm down. All right. Let's, let's, let's let do me it. know. Let me know. I want to overstep, but <laughs> no, that's all good. Um, okay, so we're at uh, 9.02. I'm right. going to, if you still got time, would love to get a thought exercise from you, man. 
Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Awesome. The thought exercises are the, ah, oh, man, I feel like they are the juicy takeaways from every <laughs> interview because not only have you, we talk about a topic, but when you get into somebody else's daily r- routine and their personal habits and mantras and little things that keep them going, I feel like it gives you a little bit of, of, of a personal connection to that person who's giving you their personal exercise that they find that helps them. Like that kind of stuff to me is so valuable because you don't find... Uh, you don't have many opportunities when you go see sp- people speak and you go meet folks doing things. You don't have as many opportunities to ask people what is something you personally do, you know, uh, on a on a day to day. I'm struggling today level. How do you get through mm-hmm. this? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, man, if you are ready with a thought exercise, I would love to hear it. And, and the floor is yours, man. Yeah, man, my uh, my thought exercise would be pretty straightforward and simple for the most part. Um, but it's something that something that I uh, found myself doing um, quite a bit um, that I need to get back into uh, the reading portion of. Um, but uh, I mentioned I mentioned trying to be a student of wisdom and uh, earlier and um, the uh, the things that I used to do in college, on the back end of college, and in my my uh, young adult years, I guess you would say, is I uh, I was big on studying proverbs in the Bible, um, and there's there's so much so much wisdom in uh, in in that book um, that you know I understand that uh, you know not not all your listeners may be um, believers of Christ, and uh, <clears throat> but uh, for me personally. Um, you know, that's, that's one thing that, uh, that I, that I found myself doing. Um, and so I would, I would try to pick, um, uh, you know, a, a, a chapter or verse, um, and, uh, uh, you know, basically try to meditate, meditate on that and, uh, read through it. And then, um, honestly, you know, uh, I, I just, to this day, uh, my prayer often is that the Lord give me wisdom um, and everything that I do, um, along with, you know, my other prayers, but, uh, that, that for the longest has always been, um, at my heart. And, um, uh, I just know the importance of, of wisdom and, and, uh, you know, from a biblical standpoint, even, um, you know, uh, the Lord, the Lord gave wisdom to, to some of the most powerful characters in the Bible and, and, um, and some of the, the greatest leaders, of course, uh, the Lord um, imparted wisdom upon them. So uh, that's just that's just one thing that I would do from, I guess, a thought exercise standpoint is um, I'll encourage folks to uh, to, uh, you know, get in, get in the Bible and uh, read Proverbs. Matter of fact, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there are 30, 31 Proverbs. And so there's 30, 31 days in most months. Um, you know, read a uh, read a chapter a day for 30, 31. I know some people that uh, I think they even call it the, the the Proverbs challenge, and um, you know, challenge yourself to do that and see see if that uh, if that uh, if that would be beneficial. Um, you know, if and if there are folks out there who who uh, who are searching um, and and just in general looking for. Um, you know, some some uh, some guidance and some direction and. Uh, 
um, in need of of a, of a savior, <laughs> uh, pursue yeah. the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I'm not I'm I'm not ashamed of of uh, testifying what the Lord's done for my life and um, who He is to me, and um, just how blessed I've been because because of my relationship with Christ. And so I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, if I didn't share that and um, and share with folks that uh, that's been the the deciding factor in my life for sure is uh just just my pursuit of uh the lord's heart and uh his direction in life so uh some of the some of the blessings the biggest blessings that i have in my life have have uh have um i believe come to me through through the pursuit of of the lord and doing my best to be attuned to to his voice and uh being obedient so <clears throat> again with regard to goal setting uh i think i think wisdom has a lot to do with it um, and so what better way to, to pursue wisdom or attain wisdom than um, getting it directly from the Lord and uh, pursuing, pursuing his word and, and getting in the Bible. I think that's amazing. Um, so for those of, the, for, for those of uh, you listening who don't know much about uh, the Bible, um, Proverbs is the wisdom section of the bible that's right um, it is like the guru section of the bible for mindsets for for practical attainment for personal development yes. that's what that's what he's talking about so if, if you're there and you're feeling like nah, i don't know about this it's like well if you pick up a, a self-help book i guarantee that's you right. the principles from that same self-help book that's right are in proverbs that's right and so um because these are all fundamental principles right uh mm -hmm. there are principles there's wisdom and that's that's what cam is talking about these wisdom is your framework that always has to be intact your 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 spiritual growth your your ability to be balanced is based off of that framework which closes the circle right if you think of yourself as a bucket um that you can you hold whatever gets poured into you. And so it's important that you put knowledge and good wisdom and things like that in there with yes, your goals so that they are attainable. And your groundedness, your spirituality, your knowledge of yourself, I am, or the I am, or, or God, or however you want to interpret that, is, is what seals that bucket. So you don't have holes and you're losing all this momentum and all this focus and all this energy That's right. because you're not really protected. You're allowing everything else to to rip away at the peace and the the focus that you can have if you ground yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to um, change some some idea of yourself because if you're honest with yourself and you seek wisdom and truth, it's going to speak to you and it's going to require mm -hmm. you to mm -hmm. be uncomfortable in some way, shape or form, because that is the yes. language of growth, uncomfortability. So, my man, my man, talk to the people. Can't listen, wait. man, that, that, I, talk that, to the people. listen, Proverbs, I have not read Proverbs in a long time, man. Um, and, and I, I believe, you know, just the, 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 I, I've said it before, this podcast is for me as much it is as it is for uh, those who listen in and also mm. give the opportunity to to be blessed and encouraged by it, you know. And so yeah. I've done two interviews on goal setting and the one um, she also challenged me 
two set of goals. So it's interesting that you both did oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, oh, and um, so I have two goals I have to figure out now, <laughs> uh, one of which I'm almost done with. But the other one is I'm going to write that vision board down and I'm really going to do this uh, Proverbs daily, um, meditate, try to read a chapter a day. Um, and, awesome. and just build up on that wisdom because that informs your goals that there are there's so much in that. And for those of you who are understanding the correlation between self-help, between um, self-development and growth and success achievement, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of these things come together. You can't tell That's me right. you're going to have all this amount of achievement Um but you don't want to change any of your actions. You don't want to grow. You don't want to become uncomfortable. You don't want to leave old things behind. There's just there's just this thing about about being invested in your future. Nothing else means as much because you realize your promise is not in the present. It's in the future. And so yep. you have to learn to leave stuff behind and put good things in your bucket like Proverbs, like these self-help books, like having a practical BHAG that's broken into steps, all these things you carry around in your vessel and they start to play out in your life. So yeah. I think that's an amazing thought exercise, man. I'm, I'm excited about sure. this one. I think this is going to be very interesting. Great, I'm going to have to wait some, uh, some for a little while. So because I do thought I do reflections on the thought exercises. So I might wait a couple weeks, man, and do uh, the reflection on on this thought exercise, man. Nice. Because uh, I think it's really going to be interesting to reflect back on this interview after having read for several weeks, you know, and meditated on Proverbs. Yeah, Um, yeah, I believe that. And for those of you who don't know anything about the Bible, there's bunch of different size chapters it's not all like huge crazy long books and there's all oh, kinds yeah. of interpretations at this point um so That's you can right. find some that are worded a little bit better i grew up on mm-hmm. the king james version king james wasn't <laughs> a great guy at all but it's just a version <laughs> of the bible and yep. uh but yeah so i encourage y'all to check it out are you talking you talk about mad game read proverbs right <laughs> for sure you know what i mean so yeah. i love that man thank it you is. so it's much um, oh man it's my pleasure man it's been yeah, it's, it's uh, here. i didn't expect you to come out with the proverbs man i'm, I'm in my feelings <laughs> i'm like you know what there it is yeah, man. Okay. i'm glad i'm glad to hear you talking about getting into it man i i, I like i said i may i may need to do a, a better job of uh sticking to it i will from time to time but um, I do. I need to get back to to going straight through and reading all all thirty one again. Man, we gotta. You gotta take yeah, as good. much of it as you can, man. Yeah. I'm trying to do the yeah. same thing. Yeah, uh, and like you said, you know, even even you know, even folks, even folks that uh that are not Christians. I mean, you know, if that's uh if that's not your religion, um, you know, it's it's not that you can't nothing you can't take away from uh from Proverbs. I mean, because uh you know, I, I for me, for example, I, I um. You know, there's certain things I take from other religions, you know, um, as, as a believer in Christ, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not afraid to dig into a, another uh, because I'm grounded enough in my in my belief in Christ that uh, I can still take from things that uh, that I that I've learned from other uh, other religions and other practices. So, um, you know, hopefully folks will take that to heart and be able to get something from it. Yeah, man. And, and, and what and. <laughs> 
the thing that I believe about most thought practices that I have studied, that I have listened to, had the pleasure of, of, of learning about, is that they are grounded in a lot of common truths. And if you study mm-hmm. the stories, uh, many of them are just interpreted differently based off of where you come from and the things that are relevant and valid to you. Um, The principles don't really change. And that is the most difficult part for humans is to manage our humanity while trying to live out these principles with dignity, with power, with confidence. And so um, it's absolutely relevant. Uh, Whatever your thought belief is, I'm telling you, just read Proverbs. You ain't got to read nothing else. Read Proverbs. (laughs) Proverbs, that's right. You will be like, wow. That was awesome. And I used to, I've done that when I was a much younger man, probably like over a decade (laughs) ago. But uh, yeah, man, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, man. Yep. Like I said, I'm my pleasure. Happy to do it. Yes. Well, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I got a lot to think about. I got a lot of notes here. I got to look on Audible and see if I can't find all of these books. Uh, yeah, they're on there. They are on there. Oh, good, good, man. I got a library going. At some point, I want to take a screenshot and just scroll down through all the books, man. Oh yeah, I'm listening to. Yep, it's a blessing, man. Technology, man. If you if you use it right, that's right. That's right. Quite, quite the tool to have all these books, man, at, at, at our fingertips. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, all right, man. I'll let you go. Thank you again so much, man. I really, really appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Thank you for doing this podcast, man. It's beautiful. All right, brother. Peace out. Empower You Podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural, and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you.